Hey there, this is Chris Perry. I am the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is the WCHL podcast. On the other end of the microphone, we have our good friend, our partner in crime, Andrew Majorkirth, live from the laundry room. Andrew, how's it going tonight? It is going great. Weather's warm, so I'm in the garage. I am out of the, I've graduated from the laundry room tonight. Whoa, Whoa. hey, look at you. You're on spring break already. You're in Mm -hmm. the, you're in the garage. I am in the garage. (laughs) Oh boy. Hey, uh, no, no games to talk about, but uh, we've got some, we've got some games overseas in Siberia, and we got some games coming up down in Frisco. So let's hear some crunchy guitars, and then we'll get to talking. Hold on. Andrew, so you you've graduated to the garage. I'm yeah, I've graduated. I, I feel like a big boy standing here. <laughs> <laughs> did was, did uh, are you getting slipped food or something like under the door through a slot in the door or something? Or well, do they feed yeah, you some, like what? Yeah, you get an like, hour of free time. I'm getting like slices of microwaved bacon slid under the door, one one piece Ooh. every hour <laughs> Man, <laughs> to, to keep talking. me going. I might come over for that. Yikes, that oh. sounds pretty good. Oh. Oh, we had microwave an argument. bacon. We had an argument about microwave bacon. So she yeah. she makes a she makes a pretty good cheese dip. That, and I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty good. Come in tonight. She said we're having cheese dip and hamburger, or whatever else for dinner. And uh, she said, but I've got a new cheese dip recipe. And I look at her like, why would you change the cheese dip recipe? The other one's great, <laughs> you know. And uh, obviously the new one wasn't very good, and I had to let her know about it. And then uh, she she burns some more bacon for our hamburgers tonight. And then she pulls out this bacon and throws it in the microwave. I'm like, whoa, I'm like, what is this? She's like, it's fully cooked microwave bacon. And I'm like, well, that's not real. So we had the whole argument. So if anybody knows, could settle that argument for us, whether microwaved bacon is real or not, I would be interested to know. How, how did it taste when it came out of the microwave? Did it taste like bacon? Um, I did not taste it. The dog liked it. The, oh, my God. six-year-old liked it. I did not taste it, and I did not try it. Andrew, bacon in the microwave is awesome. Uh, you should have it. It's I'll take good. Your, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yes. W- winner, winner. You should have the bacon. The dog wins. You lose. <laughs> yeah, the dog The dog wins. Hey, going by <laughs> our standards from, uh, from previous podcasts, every WCHL team was a winner this past week because That's they right. did not play. So uh, congratulations. Yeah, congrats to those guys. They all win. They all win. I, hopefully, they did some studying and some midterming and some reading, writing, and in in arithmeticing. And I think some folks were on spring break, so uh, good for them. They get to go on spring break. Hopefully, they were safe. Went somewhere nice and warm and exotic. But um, no WCHO games. The regular season is over for the eight Western Collegiate hockey teams, and the season itself is over for four of those eight. Arkansas, Arizona State, Colorado, and Colorado State—they're done. They're donezo. Donezo. So a heck of a season for those guys. It was Arkansas finishes thirty-second, I believe. Arizona State finishes thirty-first. Colorado State finishes twenty-fourth, and Colorado finishes nineteenth. Yep. So uh, congratulations to those guys. A heck of a season. Yeah. Hey, congrats to all the teams. Right? It was a it was a competitive WCHL season. And uh, I would say I've been around with you since you started this thing, and and I've watched a lot of it. And I would say that this was probably, 
in my opinion, the best season that the WCHL has seen today. Well, look at you. Look so, at you. High praise yeah. coming from the pom-pom cheerer himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So congrats to all the, congrats to all the teams out there. They, it was a great season. Definitely made it exciting and made it fun to talk about, right? We got four more. Yeah, dang right it was. Like I said, it came down to the last weekend of the season for uh, figure out who was going to win the championship. So that was kind of exciting. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you could ask for anything more, right? Well, I could have asked for it to be done a hell of a lot earlier. That's what you know, the commissioner <laughs> could have asked for. But I, uh, hey, what what, I just, what can you do? I just thought it was funny that you were uh, scrambling because you didn't know if you were going east or west, north or south, or where you were going. <sighs> So, hey, so hey, I thought it was kind of funny we, to sit back and watch you scramble a little bit. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate appreciate all that concern <laughs> and appreciate appreciate your your love and and thoughtfulness there. Geez. Yeah, you know I try. That's what friends are for. Yeah, that's what friends are for. You know what? At least you didn't send me to Krasnoyarsk, Russia. Krasnoyarsk, Russia, in the heart of Siberia. Cool. The theme for this uh, for this event at the Winter World University Games was real winter. Real winter. That's right, because they've been claiming that all the winter that we've had over here in the States is not real winter, that it's just kind of fake winter. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think for for for, for their sake, though, um, over there at real winter in Krasnoyarsk, I think temperatures have been fairly mild. So I've been, as I've been well, paying attention, say, yeah. yeah, it hasn't been freezing super duper cold. It's just been regular freezing cold. Yeah, I think, uh, what was it, last week after we got through talking, I uh, looked it up and it was like 31 degrees for the high that day or something like that. I mean, that's that's go to the beach weather over there in Russia. Well, yeah. And I was looking, I was like, well, that's real winter. I was, and I looked at ours and our, our high was going to be like 14 for the day. And I was like, <laughs> oh, how's that? Real winter over there. Uh, and we're, yeah, real winter here by by Lord, right? There's, there's no climate change. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it's all yeah. Just, nothing, nothing to see here. Move along, yeah. move along. <laughs> well, the, the the United States men's team is over there, and remember, we have three uh, fellas from the WCHL that are on the team: Joe Kinsella and Trace Jablin from the University of Colorado, as well as uh, Anthony Cusinelli from the University of Arizona, and uh, they're also over there with Coach Eric Ballard from the University of Colorado. They're all representing the United States on the men's side. And uh, they lost. Well, here let's let's go through it. They played uh, three games the, this past week. It was what uh, they lost to the Czech Republic to start with four to one. Then they beat Hungary to eight to yep. one. Then they gave the Russians all they could ask for with a three and ended up losing three to two on a late goal. Yeah. And then they finished. Almost got them. Yep. They played two more games since then. Since we last talked, they um, played Slovakia on Thursday, March the seventh. And they lost that game six to three. It was an empty net goal. Uh, well, the Slovakia got not that that matters, but it was a five two, and then it, it was I think it was two two, and then it became five two, five three, and then the uh, Slovakians got an empty netter to make the final six to three. Yeah. And then the uh, Americans on Saturday um, they played. They finished out their games. They played uh, Japan. I was going to call it the University of Japan. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> There's one university over there. Woohoo! <laughs> um, uh, so they played uh, Japan, and uh, Team USA won that game. It was uh, three to one with an empty net goal, so it was really a two to one game. And that was kind of a, a, a nail biter. There, it was. Yeah, I figured it would have been more of like a hungry score, right? Yeah, yeah. Japan was uh, getting just waxed by other people, but um, they put up a fight against uh, the Americans in uh, a two to one game. 
In fact, it was uh, got to be two to nothing. The Americans scored early in the first, early in the second, and then um, uh, Japan got close. I believe it was in the, uh, I believe it was in the second period where they got their goal, their 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 second goal, or their I mean their only goal, their first goal, and America got a uh, Team USA got an empty netter late by. Uh, God, I forget who it was. It was the kid who scored uh, first. It was a kid out of, I think it was out of Adrian. Oh, no, no, Zach Marshall. Huh. Zach Marshall. I, he might have been one of the NCAA kids. But uh, regardless, it was kind of cool to watch him on a Saturday morning um, here in the States. It was Saturday evening over there in real winter. <laughs> real winter. Oh, so, yeah. So the World University game <laughs> for Team USA on the men's side finishes with two wins and three losses. They end up finishing in seventh place overall in the 12-team field. And if my memory serves right, I believe that Russia ended up winning the the gold medal overall. Did they? I don't know who won the bronze. I don't care. So <laughs> it was like Russia, yeah. Kazakhstan, um, Slovakia. No, not Slovakia. Ru hmm. Russia, Kazakhstan. It might have been Slovakia and somebody else. Canada. Huh. And uh, I believe Russia ended up winning that that thing. Ah, who knows? I, I could just be making it all up. Yeah. So I don't. Know. I don't. Know. I don't think anybody's going to be checking our uh, details on this one, right? Yeah, who the heck knows? Nobody listens, anyway. So what the heck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just going to be over here rambling. So <laughs> what do we care? <laughs> yeah. What do we the, care? Um, I'm going to look it up right now. And then on the women's side, uh, women's side ended up with a kind of a similar result. They w went, uh, they finished with two wins and three losses. They had, um, uh, they finished in fourth place. They lost to Japan in the bronze medal game. And so they, I believe over on the women's side, they have, I could be wrong, but they have like one or two less teams. Um, yeah. So a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Field. So they're they're not as as in depth. Uh, so you know, no, not not uh, yeah, not trying to not knocking the women at all. I mean, they they had some great games. They played. Um, if my memory, they yeah, they they got blown out by Russia twice, ten to nothing both times. Uh, they had to play Russia in Oof. pool play, and then they also had to play Russia in the semifinals. And uh, yeah, Russia beat Canada. I know in the gold medal game on the women's side, uh, Russia beat Canada two to nothing. And then uh, Japan beat uh, the Americans in the bronze medal game. It was three to two, I believe, with um, in overtime. And it was, oh, yeah, it was kind of crazy because um, the the <laughs> it, was, it was very crazy because it was a tight game. It was a you know, and you can just see that the that the Russians were gonna. I mean, that the uh, Americans were gonna. They had all the pressure on. They had all the pressure on. It was going to happen. And um, Japan withstood it. And then they got to overtime. And in like the first, it was a, it was a 10 minute four on four, I believe it was. And in the first 30 seconds, Japan comes down and roofs it. Just boom. Just gets it. I mean, yeah. Uh, what a, that's a, that's a bad way to, oh, that's a bad way to go out, right? Yeah. Well, I, anyway, anyway is a bad way to go out. But uh, holy smokes, just to, uh, just to just to lose it there, like before you even get started. Oh, brutal, yeah, brutal, just brutal! Over before it got started. Yeah, that's 
That's a stinky way to do stinky it. Stinky way to do it. Okay, hey, I'm looking here at the men's results. It's uh, Russia won the gold medal two to one over Slovakia. Canada won the bronze medal three to nothing over Kazakhstan. So anybody that huh. wants to check our homework, there you go. There you go. It's official. We're 100 dialed in. Yeah. So those guys will be coming back from <laughs> uh, from real winter Siberia. They'll be coming back to the states here. In fact, I believe they they get back to America on March the 13th. And then they're going to take like a week to rest and recuperate. And we'll all reconvene down in Frisco, Texas uh, for the and national tournament. Head south to Frisco. Yeah. 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 Are you going to come down to Frisco there, big man? Uh, you know, mm. you're going to have to persuade me with, uh, there's going to, you know, you're going to have to maybe some in and out trips or oh. you know, there's, there's going to have to be some incentives involved wait, here. Wait, you, you think I want you down, down there. there? Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> if that's well, what it's going to take, then sorry, pal. This. Yeah, we got to we got to continue this great podcast <laughs> down there, right? <laughs> yeah, no, we could do it live and in person. Nobody will be there to hear it. So <laughs> that's right. We could just talk to each other about that's it. That's what we'll do, anyways. <laughs> uh, hey, the rankings came out um, last week. The and and, uh, and it was the rankings that mattered for nationals. We had six WCHL teams in the top twenty-five. Um, Arizona, in, in fact, I think the theme of the rankings for, at least for the WCHL teams was take a step back because yeah, Arizona dropped a spot from eight to nine. UCO dropped a spot from nine to 10. Missouri State dropped a spot from 13 to 14. Oklahoma dropped a spot from 14 to 15. Uh, Colorado dropped a spot from 18 to 19. And Colorado State dropped a spot from, dropped two spots from 22 to 24. So no bueno for the WCHL teams in the rankings. Yeah, no, yeah, no bueno. But uh, what no that bueno. what that means is that four of those teams, Arizona, uh, Central Oklahoma, Missouri State, and Oklahoma, they have made the field to go to nationals. They'll be in Frisco starting play on Thursday, March twenty first. So exciting times, go. exciting stuff. Four teams are done out of the WCHL, and four teams live to fight another day. And um, you know what? This is golly. This is this will be a short podcast. What do you think? Short one? I think. Yep, I think it's going to be pretty short and sweet here. People are saying, "Thank God." Yeah, they're like, "Oh, I don't have to turn them off. I can actually finish a podcast tonight." Yeah, really. Before, before I fall asleep. <laughs> oh, hey, let's listen to the Caddyshack horn really quick, and then we'll come back and let's talk the uh, let's talk nationals. How does that sound, there, big? All right, let's do it. Get some predictions. So put your sorting your 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 prediction hat on okay oh geez yeah let's make that a long horn then here. <laughs> hold on <laughs> all right andrew i hope you had time to uh reconnoiter and oh boy get your that was a short horn there <laughs> it wasn't that short come on it's it's <laughs> texas that's a long horn Oh, <laughs> uh, good one. Yeah, see, you like that one. Good one. You know, you yeah, know what? Don't, don't turn in your attorney's license yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not open mic night, right? So don't don't think I can't have another <laughs> <Yeah>. career. <laughs> <laughs> Nationals are set. We know the twenty teams going down to Frisco. Of course, because we're smart, we knew the twenty teams going down to Frisco this time last week. Yeah, because we could put two and two together, and we kind of know math. But um, yeah, you know, a couple smart guys we are here. There you go. But uh, it, it had to be made official, and so it's been. It's received the ox pavascum from the highly from the high holiness himself, and so now we know the twenty teams that are going to be down there. Um, number one will be Lindenwood. 
in 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 the rankings. Let's just go through one through twenty really quick. There one is Lindenwood. Two is Michigan Dearborn. Three is Adrian. Four is Ohio. Five is Iowa State. Six is Minot. Uh, Minot State, excuse me. Um, seven is Davenport. Eight is Liberty. Nine is uh, from the WCHL University of Arizona. Number ten, also from the WCHL Central Oklahoma. Number eleven is Illinois. Number twelve is Stony Brook. Thirteen is UNLV. Fourteen WCHL team Missouri State. Fifteen another WCHL team Oklahoma. Sixteen is Jamestown. Seventeen is Robert Morris Illinois. Those teams all finished numbers one through seventeen. The next three teams, number eighteen Drexel, number nineteen Buffalo, and number twenty Robert Morris Pennsylvania. Those three teams got in by virtue of their conference auto bids. So that means they bumped yep. numbers 18, 19, and 20 from the regular rankings out, which is why Colorado is not there. Yep. So, I that's why Colorado got knocked out, right? Colorado, Alabama, and some, oh, who was the other one? Syracuse, I believe. Um, I think you're right. All yeah. got knocked. So. Yeah. I was looking forward. I, I've preached it. From the beginning of this semester, right? That I was that I'd like to have seen Colorado in the nationals because I thought they would have been dangerous when they got down there. Yep. But this came up just a bit short. So that's all right. Gotta win games to get there, and they did not win games. That's right. That's right. So on Thursday, kicking everything off on March the 21st down at the Comerica Center in Frisco. Now, Andrew, this is I'm buying time so you can make some prognostications here. Oh boy. Let me get We're gonna have four games. 13 through 20 will play one another. These are what we call the play-in games because this is, if you think about it, this is essentially a 16-team tournament. Yep. And the very first day is basically just a day of play-in games. Yep. So, see, if you're, um, see if you're ready or not. Yeah. So um, 13 will play 20. So the very first game to get going on Thursday, March the 21st, will be UNLV. They'll face off against number 20, Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, the Colonials, I believe they are. Ooh. I know. Something like that. Mm. Whatever. At 1.30 on Thursday, we have Missouri State. They're going to take on number 19, Buffalo. Then at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, the Oklahoma Sooners, Andrew's Oklahoma Sooners. Shake those pom-poms, Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Raw, raw. Yeah. They're going to take on number 18, Drexel, the Drexel Dragons. And then in the uh, the evening nightcap, at eight thirty in the evening, boy, that's that's a late puck drop. Eight thirty, yikes! That's that's a late one. Jamestown, the Jamestown Jimmies are going to face off number sixteen against number seventeen, Robert Morris, Illinois, the Eagles from Chicago. So there you go. That's an that's going to be. You a think day they'll bring our trophy to us? <laughs> I can ask. I know somebody. <laughs> ask them. See if they can bring that down to us. I don't think we want that one. <laughs> I, think, I think we left it back there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, for storytelling, for for sentimental purposes, we need oh. it now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten all. Of, I hadn't forgotten. I just whenever I think of them, I never I try. I try to forget that. Oh, Robert Morris. Oh, every time I see Robert Morris, Illinois, I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should have asked we Coach for Berman. The pod room. I, I should have asked Coach Berman about that on the because I think he was the assistant coach up there at Robert Morris at that time. Was he? Oh yeah, that might have that might have evoked some uh, some hostilities there. He might have hung up the phone. I'm glad uh, I didn't ask him. <laughs> All right, Andrew, get your prediction uh, hat stuff. on. Here we go. Vegas versus Robert Morris, Pennsylvania. Who you got? I am going Vegas. Yeah, that's an easy one. Robert Morris is ranked that's number like 483 in the men's division one. Yeah, yeah. UNLV, they should have their stuff ready. 
ready to roll. And that's like a buy. That's a buy game yeah, right there for much. UNLV. That's like a glorified practice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one, Missouri right. State Buffalo. I am going number 14, Missouri State. Yeah, they're going to be in for a fight, though. Buffalo, you know, Buffalo thinks they're good, and Buffalo thinks that they've been unjustly aggrieved, not ranked properly, even though they're, their problem is not that they're not a good team. It's that they play in a terrible league. So, yeah, they don't, they don't, they're not, yeah, they don't have any good competition around them. So, yeah, could I mean, be, that could be an interesting matchup to, to watch and keep your eye on. Yep. You know, with Buffalo coming in with a chip on their shoulder a little bit. Yep. But might, you're, you're might taking, have something to prove. You're taking the Ice Bears. I'm taking, I'm taking the Ice Bears just because they've, they've played a tougher schedule. They've only played 102 games this season. So, They've they've been there. They've been tested. So I think they'll uh, prevail and and win this one. I I would ch- choose the Ice Bears because I believe they kind of have the best commissioner. So <laughs> yeah. um, Oklahoma versus Drexel at five o'clock. Uh, Fifteen versus eighteen. The Drexel Dragons, Oklahoma Sooners. I know. I can hear the pom poms in the background there, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. And raw, I know raw. where you're going. Number fifteen. Yeah. Let's let's take Oklahoma here. I, th- I tell you what, Drexel is going to give Oklahoma everything they want and more. The, uh, as long as it's a good game, that's all I'm interested in, right? Well, let's let, let let's hope it's a good game. I'm telling you what, um, Oklahoma better come. Uh, they they better pack a lunch because they're going to Drexel is going to make them work. And uh, Drexel like is coached by uh, by some good folks, Kyle Zoldy, and um, and they they that program is a is a well run program. Now they play in a in a awful league i think they would even recognize that but um they're gonna make they're gonna they're gonna make life difficult so that's not a lay down so i i think oklahoma's gonna have to work their tail off to win that one and then you got the nightcap jamestown versus robert morris illinois 16 17 that's 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 a tough that's a tough uh prediction right there yeah those are evenly matched teams but you know I, since I know they're not going to bring our trophy down to us, I've got to go against them and pick number sixteen, Jamestown. <laughs> you're just going a front runner. You're saying all. You're saying the high seeds are going to win all the games. I think on Thursday, I think thirteen through sixteen are going to prevail in all four games. All right. Well, the 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 nice thing is, if you win on Thursday, boy, it's a great feeling to win a game at nationals. It is. It is. The consolation prize is. You get to play one of the top four teams the very next day. Yep. Yep. Here's your prize. Here's your prize. So <laughs> yeah. the winner. So number four, Ohio, awaits the winner of Nevada, Las Vegas, and Robert Morris, Pennsylvania. And you're saying that's going to be an Ohio UNLV matchup. UNLV, and I am taking number four, Ohio, in that Ooh. one. Missouri State in Buffalo. That winner will get the pleasure of playing number three, Adrian, in the afternoon on Friday at one thirty. Who do you got there? Adrian versus, you said it would be Missouri State. I am taking Adrian over Missouri State. Adrian is the defending national champion. They play in the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League. They won that auto bid. So uh, they're they're going to be a tough team to overcome. They Oklahoma. Will be, they will be those. Yep, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, so when it last, they won it last year, so some of those kids are still going to be around from last year, so they know what it takes at nationals to win the, the whole thing. So watch out for those guys, right? Gary Astolos is a heck of a coach up there at Adrian, and they've got a heck of a program up there. So uh, they're they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough. It'll be interesting to see how they do without their uh, without the tournament MVP from last year, Austin Rudabush, their their goaltender. Um, yeah. But 
they're not, not, you know, they're number three. So, uh, yeah, uh, they're number three for a reason, right? Dang right. Dang right. The next game would be a uh, five o'clock Friday afternoon. Number two, Michigan Dearborn welcomes the winner of the Oklahoma Drexel game. Andrew, you yeah, said Oklahoma listen. was going to win that. I did. I so, did. Yeah. So go ahead. Tell me, you're going to say Oklahoma is going to beat number two, Michigan Dearborn. Well, I think we've, I think we've talked about this for a week, haven't we? Oh, we, just, we have some varying opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> I don't know about me, but you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah, saying Oklahoma is going to take out Dearborn. I am. I am taking Oklahoma over Dearborn just for same reason I took Missouri State over Buffalo. I think uh, OU commissioner? played a tougher schedule. Oh. <laughs> Best commissioner, tougher schedule, and uh, – They've played tougher teams. They've been playing top 15 teams pretty much all season long, right? Playing WCHL games. And uh, I think that experience and that toughness will uh, pay off in the long run. And I think they will prevail over Dearborn. All right. You heard it here first. And this is going to be recorded for posterity's sake. If that happens, Andrew. Now, I doubted you at the beginning of this season when you picked Arizona to win the conference <laughs> championship. I was going to say, I think I did get that prediction. Didn't you I? got that prediction. You you blew six of the other eight predictions, but you got that one in Missouri State finishing third. Uh, so well, everything else you so just sucked at. So if you're saying, if you're putting something in recording now, if I get this prediction right here, oh, you over Dearborn, I want something more than In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> you'll, you will definitely get more than In-N-Out Burger. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, maybe uh, that private dining club or something like that. You, know, you, get a, you, you how about this? Steak or something. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, hold on. Hold on there, Chuckles. If if your Oklahoma team beats Michigan Dearborn as you predict, I will treat you to dinner at Perry's Steakhouse right there uh, on the other side of the Embassy Suites Hotel, right there next to um, the, the Comerica Center there in Frisco, Texas. Oh, boy. That's a swanky, swanky. I mean, Jerry Jones, that's where all the Cowboys eat, the Mavericks, the Stars. You uh, and I'm me, to, you and me, if Oklahoma beats Dearborn. I'm going to have to bring, I'm going to have to pack more than my shorts then, I think. Yeah, you're going to have to. I might actually dust off my uh, my fancy clothes. Mm. <laughs> might have to, have to bring a pair of long pants, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cover up your ankles. Uh, let's see. Let's all think right. about this. Right, you heard it here. Okay. So, all right. So you've got Oklahoma in the upset. I think you're, I think you're crazy. I think Michigan Dearborn, Why? me personally, I, Michigan Dearborn is my favorite to win the whole tournament. Um, and there the, you go. And then uh, the, the late game on Friday will be the number one Lindenwood Lions taking on the winner of Jamestown, Robert Morris, Illinois. And you're saying that's going to be Jamestown. So who do you got Lindenwood or Jamestown? I am going to go with another upset here. And I am taking Jamestown over Lindenwood no, in, the, in day number two. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now, Andrew, you've you've been around long enough. You've been around the ACHA long enough. You should know better. In the history of our tournament, since we've gone to the 20-team format, and I think this is now the ninth, tenth year that we've gone to the turn, this format, numbers one through four have never lost. Hey. And you're There's predicting two. You're predicting two of the four will lose this this year. Hey, I'm just saying. There's a first for everything, right? Jamestown over Lindenwood. Oh my God! I, I'm I not taking. Hey, I steak think uh, steak dinner is not on tap for that one, pal. <laughs> a cup of coffee out of the 
out of the hotel lobbies on on the line for that one. Right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, maybe maybe a cronut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jeez. no, I was so I looked uh, looked up this semester. Yeah, Jamestown. You know they've been hot. They're thirteen and four. Just rough numbers going through the schedule real fast this afternoon. On uh, on the second semester here, I think they've come in hot, and I think they'll have something to prove. Well, hey, if so, if, if that comes to to fruition, number one and two lose on day one of the tournament for them. This will truly be a wide open tournament. Wow, it'll be wide open. So I was talking about this with somebody else around the rink this afternoon or this morning, actually. And I kind of got the same reaction, like, oh, you've lost your mind. You're crazy. That's never going to happen. Yep. And I Too said, much you know, blue, I said, call me, call me crazy. I said, but I know six of the players from Lindenwood have been over in real winter. And I said, they'll, they'll be getting back this week. I said, they're probably going to be tired, jet lagged, worn out from that. And I said, I'm just playing that into a factor with Jamestown being hot. Second semester, I said I I just predicting an upset here. Wow, wow! And I was I was told that they were they were hockey players that they'll play hockey and it doesn't matter that they've been over in real winter and all that that Linwood will will prevail. So, well, we will I, I, I I tend to agree with you on your reasoning. However, I think it'll happen much later in the tournament. Um, and it could, all right, it could, it could, it could. It may so, catch them. It may catch up to them, right? So yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, on Saturday. All the winners on Friday, they'll have a day off, and uh, that's a well-deserved day off, especially if you it is if you're the if you're Andrew's predictions of Jamestown and Oklahoma winning upsetting numbers one and number two. I think you're crazy, but whatever. <laughs> Saturday morning, uh, the festivities will get going at uh, number five. Iowa State will take on number twelve, the Sea Wolves from Stony Brook. I am taking Iowa State here. Iowa State all day, I think. All day long, right? Min, uh, I was going to say Minnesota State. It's Minot State, <laughs> number six, at one thirty in the afternoon on Saturday. We'll take on number 11, Illinois. And I am there? going. Minot versus the Illini. I am going Minot. Woo. Minot, okay. Minot all the way on this one also. The beavers. You got beavers on your mind there. <laughs> so Saturday at five in the afternoon, it's the Panthers from Davenport, number seven. They're going to take on number ten UCO. Who do you got? Mm. Tread lightly. Oh no, I'm all tread, tread lightly. I'm, I'm sooner both, fan. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm going to yeah. catch grief on this one. Oh, but I'm going Davenport. Really? I'm going Davenport. UCO short bench beat up a little bit. I think they're. Uh, limping into the tournament here and uh i think davenport i don't know what obviously they could have their own little backstory that i'm not aware of but i know eco's backstory going into the tournament and i just i see davenport taking them on saturday and then in the nightcap on saturday we have number eight liberty against number nine arizona the champions of the western collegiate hockey league who do you got liberty versus arizona i think arizona will live to see another day Good for you. I'm, Look at you. I'm I'm taking Arizona on that one. Do you, let me let me ask. You've been to Nationals before. Um, we've yep. both been there. Do you think Liberty will show up with bleach blonde hair like they normally do at Nationals? Oh God, I hope I hope not. I think they will. I think that's I, their oh, goofy you know tradition. Their tradition. You know they will, but I I only hope not. <laughs> well, Sunday will be the quarterfinals, and that'll be the winners on Friday playing the winners on Saturday. And Andrew, let's just play this out with your predictions. You would say. Um, yep. 
Ohio versus Iowa State in game one, a CSCHL heavyweight matchup. So number four Ooh. versus number five. Mm-hmm. Put your money where your mouth yeah, is there, tough. big boy. Yeah, that's tough. I'm, I'm going to take Ohio in that one. Ohio. Then in uh, the next game, uh, the 130 game would see a number three, Adrian, taking on number six, Minot, according to your predictions. Give it to mm. us, Adrian versus Minot. The, uh, another tough prediction, but I like my boys from Minot State. Ooh, you do like your boys from Minot State, and they like you too. That's right. They like you too. They, uh, if I remember right, they, they, they gave you a healthy tip when they came down here once. They did. So. They did. I helped those, I helped those guys out with a lot, and they, uh, they, they made sure that they let me know they appreciated it after. See now, see now. This next game is is why I'm kind of puzzled on you, um, because you would have uh, number fifteen Oklahoma taking on number seven Davenport, um, because you're saying that Oklahoma would have upset Dearborn and that Davenport will have beat Central Oklahoma. You could have easily just said it, Central Oklahoma would win and would set up another Oklahoma UCO matchup. Well, and that would be that would be very enticing, right? And I think uh, I think that's what everybody around here is kind of hoping for, right? To see another another round of the OU UCO war take place on on neutral ground. Yeah. And if that if that was the case, I think I would take Oklahoma over Central. But in this case, I think I'm going to have to go with Davenport over Oklahoma. Now, are you going to be able to walk into the rink once this podcast comes out? Are you going to be able to walk into the rink yeah. on your hind legs since you predicted against Oklahoma? I am, I am not afraid of any of those guys there. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. All right. And then in the uh, nightcap on Sunday, you have number 16, Jamestown, would face off against number nine, Arizona. Oh, you got to go Arizona, right? I think so. I mean, out of that group, yeah, Taking, Arizona. You got to take Arizona. So let's see here. That's, wow. So in your national semifinals, what you would have then would be uh, number four, Ohio, taking on number nine, Arizona. And then number six, yeah. Minot State, taking on number seven, Davenport. So let's go with uh, Ohio, Arizona first in the first semifinal, because that's a battle of two Arizona coaches. Sean Hogan, who is now at Ohio, used to be at U of A. Versus Chad Berman, yep. who's now at U of A. Who do you got there? Ohio versus Arizona. I I don't know much about the Ohio team, but I do know a little bit about the Arizona team, oh. and I like their goaltender and I like their top line. Look at you! So I'm taking Arizona in this one. You, I, I know what you're doing here. You are trying. You're angling for a new gig out in Tucson. You're going to shake your pom poms <laughs> yeah. in Tucson. I see what's going on yeah. here. All right, so you're having yeah, Arizona need, over Ohio in the semifinal. Area. Yep, I'm taking Arizona. And then in the other game, it's number seven, Davenport, against number six, Minot State. Who do you got there, hot dog? I am I am taking Minot State. Minot State. Wow, so Minot. And then that means in the championship game on Tuesday evening, 7.30, live from the Comerica Center in Frisco, America, number six, Minot State, against number nine, University of Arizona. Sock it to me. Who knows? Who's gonna win the <laughs> who's gonna win it all? Come on, you've come this far, Andrew. Oh, you've come this far. Oh, Go all the man. way. I don't know. What do you think? I you have to and in my opinion, I think that Arizona top line, their goal scoring line, is the best line in the tournament. I think their goaltender is gonna be uh proved to be one of the best in the tournament. 
but we all know Minot, they play tough and they show up to the national tournament and play well all the time, right? So, you know, I'm going to, tonight I'm going to say Arizona, tomorrow I may say Minot. <laughs> tonight, but you heard it here first, people. The people in Arizona are going to throw you a ticker tape parade if this comes true. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They're gonna, you will just, be the grand marshal of the parade right down Speedway Boulevard in downtown the Dirty well, T. If they can just, if I can just be on the planning committee for the championship parade, that's all. I'm, that's all I need. Planning committee. They will. Th they will throw. <laughs> they they will throw flowers and uh, chilies and scorpions at you and whatever else they have uh, uh, down there in maybe gravel. Maybe I could be the very last float and be like Santa Claus coming coming down the Christmas parade, right? You would be the very last float. <laughs> you'd, you'd be like the piñata. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. So you heard it here first. Andrew is predicting that number nine, Arizona, is going to walk through and win four games in four days to take the national championship. Oh, boy. Now, Andrew. Those boys, I hope, I hope they've quit drinking the milk out of the uh, – the uh, championship trophy there and <laughs> are, are getting resting up. Well, hey, after, after, after the hearing, they're not going to want to disappoint you at all. So after hearing this, mm. boy, they're, they're probably going to start drinking chocolate milk and, you know, running up and down stairs and all kinds of stuff. That's right. That's right. And I was, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get to uh, join in on the podcast with coach Berman on Thursday, last Thursday, whenever it was. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little disappointed because, you know, I wanted to tell him that my prediction of him winning the WCHL right off the bat before anybody else, that was that was 100% me. But <laughs> I'll, I'll see him in person next week and, and tell him there, right? You, you'll get you'll get to kiss his butt live and in person down in Frisco. I love yeah, it. I don't, yeah, because I don't think our mutual friend, the uh, commissioner, I don't think he's doing me any justice here. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Got you on that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> it just cut me to the core. Yikes. Oh, my gosh. All right, oh, Andrew. Man. So, you're going to – final answer. We're going to lock that in. Final answer. You heard it? For tonight. You heard it here first. All right. You know what they say down in Texas? When the stars at night, they're big and bright. Oh, boy. Yep. Hold on. Let's hear nice. a little uh, – we're going to hear a little peewee for a second because we just got through <laughs> talking about – Frisco, Texas. So hold on, and then let's come back and we'll talk about uh, some random thoughts, some league awards, and whatever else Andrew wants to jabber on about. Hold on. There you go. My grandma. Hello, Dottie. It's me, Pee Wee. Where are you calling from? Texas. Where? Honest. Listen, I'll prove it. The stars at night are big and bright. All righty, Andrew. Pee Wee can't go wrong with little Pee Wee Herman. So, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. I haven't seen yeah. him in forever. <laughs> uh, I can still see his dance. I used to do his dance all the time when I was a kid, just because it irritated the crap out of my parents. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was that was, uh, true. True confessions here. That was where um, that I, my first date with my wife back in college was to go see Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, I thought you were going to say your first date was uh, at the same theater with Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, that was later on in life <laughs> down in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I got out before the cops came in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Good thing. No, no. We went to the Satellite Twin Theaters over here at Southern Village. And then afterwards, went got some crazy bread at Little Caesars. And uh, 24 years later, she's stuck with me. Actually. Oh, boy. Golly. No, that's been longer. How long was that? That was 1985? Well, that's 34 years. Oh, my God. Wow. How about that? How about that? Yeah. Congratulations. You were, went on your first date in college with your wife in 1985. And I was a whopping two years old. <laughs> That just goes to show how old I am. Yeah, that's so, right. You know what the you know what the funny thing is, man. I didn't have enough money, and, and this shows this. You know, I was a poor college student. I didn't have a pot to pee in, and I had to yep. scrounge up some bucks off of some friends just so that we can go to the movies and then I go get some food afterwards. Yeah, and yeah. It, you know, it was a king's ransom to get ten dollars together. And nowadays, yeah, you know, I'm, people throw ten dollars around like it's nothing. The uh, I remember. My parents tell stories all the time about how when they were when they were younger dating and all that. My uh, my mom lived in in Oklahoma City with uh, two of her sisters, and they would they would all get together and play spoons or play uh, canasta and stuff like this. And then they'd say in the summertime that they would they would all six of them or whatever it was with the boyfriends and everybody they would they would scrounge up their money to get enough money to go turn the lights on at the tennis complex. <laughs> and so they can play tennis at night and all that. Like, yeah. And, and then they're like, and then here's you guys, here's you kids. And you guys don't know what a real struggle is. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure, sure. Whatever, whatever. Walk, <laughs> walk, right to, school, walk to school barefoot in the snow for three miles <laughs> yeah. one way. Yeah. Yeah. One of those type stories, right? Oh, geez. But, hey, this past week, um, another struggle. It was getting uh, all all eight WCHL coaches to give me their uh, their their end of season awards ballots. At the end of every season, we we um, figure out the uh, an all league first team and an all league second team. Yep. We do uh, an all rookie team. We do a coach of the year, a league, a conference MVP, a rookie of the year, and then we do a sportsmanship award. And yeah, that was like pulling teeth. Trying did, to did. Uh, so who and so did who all got votes for Sportsman of the Year? Did anybody vote for Donnie Danroth to win Sportsman of the Year? <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, why, why are you why are you poking the bear here? <laughs> Come on, I'm a troublemaker. You know that you are a troublemaker. I mean, just because <laughs> the kid's graduating and just because you're he's probably going to shoot the puck at you in Frisco. Well, that's a, that's all right. That's yeah, right. no, that won't be all right because I will be up there next to you, and it will probably <laughs> hit me because he's going to try to hit you, and it's going to hit me instead. <laughs> That's all right. Oh. It'll be good for you. It'll be good for you. No. Wake you up a little bit, right? No, 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 no. Quit it. <laughs> Quit it. Quit causing trouble. He's a hell of a player. He's a you know he's a hell he of a is. player if he's on your team. He's a hell of a pest if he's not on your team. And that's, that's right. what that's you right. want. He's one- he's one of those kids you you hate to play against him, but you you love him if he's on your team, right? Yep. Well, let's go through the all of the WCHL first team, um, all league first team. We had three forwards: uh, Bailey Marshall from the University of Arizona, his line mate Anthony Cusinelli from the University of Arizona, and Nikita Salnikov from Missouri State University. Those are the all league first team forwards. On defense, we have Joseph Kinsella from Colorado. I don't know why I call him Joseph. It's Joe Kinsella. Alex Derbeniuk from the University of Central Oklahoma. And in net is Anthony Churro from the University of Arizona. I, so, I would think that would, I would say that was all very well deserved, right? There you go. Yeah. I think, I, mean, can't, I think they're just all 
hell of a players. I mean, Cusinelli yeah, and yeah, Kinsella. Great. Yeah, Cusinelli and Kinsella are over in Russia right now playing for Team USA. Churro was overlooked. Bailey Marshall was definitely overlooked for that team. Oh, and, uh, yes. Yeah, Selnikov is a heck of a player uh, up there at MSU. So, in uh, in Durbeniak is the he's been the rock back there on the blue line for UCO. So, absolutely, all well deserved. Yeah, very well, very well deserved. Congrats to all those guys. All league second team was Andrew's favorite forward, Don Danroth from the University of Central <laughs> Oklahoma. Um, Trace Jablin from the University of Colorado and Missouri State's Josh Bell on defense. It was Ben Hull from the University of Colorado and Isaac Bosse from the University of Oklahoma. And the all-league second-team goaltender was Alex Henry from UCO. Very nice. Well, yeah, what do you have to say about that one? Don't go. Uh, don't get say. too excited about Mr. Bosse. Oh, yeah. I would say uh, well-deserved again for all those guys. Yeah. The uh, bunch, of, bunch of solid hockey players you've listed off so far. I mean, yeah. I would – come on. Henry or Churro – you know, uh, Ben Hull or Derbs or, or Kinsella or Bosse. Yeah. You know, I, I still think Bosse is a better forward than he is a D-man, but whatever. <laughs> right? The, um, uh, Bell, Jabs, Danroth. From, yeah. Yeah, I think you take any one of those from the first first team and interchange them with guys on the second team and vice versa. And Yeah, I think that's uh, 10, 12 very good hockey players you just rambled off there. I'll take I'll take all 12 of those guys on my team. That's right. I, I would too. Yep. The WCHL coach of the year was from the University of Arizona, head coach Chad Berman. He was uh, he and he did not get the coach of the year because he was on the podcast last week, but he was he was well deserved and uh, he got the very, overwhelming majority of votes from his peers. Which is that's awesome, very well deserved. That, yeah, that's that's probably the best trophy to win, right? Getting voted on by your peers, right? The yep, uh, yep. very well deserved. Bailey Marshall from the University of Arizona was uh, selected by the coaches as the conference most valuable player. And that's two in a row now for the University of Arizona. Last year, Anthony Cusinelli was the MVP. And this year, his line mate, Bailey Marshall. I I would uh, say uh, I wouldn't wouldn't go with any other pick, right? You know, you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Um, He's he's leading leading the, 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 the WCHL champions in scoring. He's leading their team. He's uh, he's a hell of a player, and what a right, transfer! Every time, seems like transfer. every time the kid puts his uh, puts his skates on and gets out there, he, he puts up three or four points every time he every time he steps on the ice. Right? That's the truth. That's so, the truth. That's what it seemed like going through the going through all the weeks on the podcast. It's like, well, here here's Bailey Marshall. He had four points on Friday night or or whatever. Right? Yeah, it gets to be kind of regular. So uh, yeah, 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 just oh hey look here here's a four point night for this kid again, and good for him. Yeah, Good for him. So he's our uh, conference MVP, the All Rookie Team. Uh, again, we have three forwards. Uh, Andrew, hold your pom poms, please. Uh, Nikita <laughs> Salmikov from Missouri State University was one of the forwards. Josh Pusar from the University of Oklahoma, and Hunter Cooley from Missouri State University. They're the uh, three All Rookie Team forwards. Samuel Cote from Colorado State and Cameron McAtee from Arkansas. They're the All Rookie Team uh, D men. And in net for the rookies, uh, Cody Campbell from the University of Central Oklahoma. So, awesome. uh, yeah, talk to me. Talk to me a little bit about the rookies. I would say uh, if those are your rookies, I would say that your program is in pretty good shape moving down in the future, right? You know, Cody Campbell, I think, is a pretty good little goaltender. He's not Alex Henry uh, yet, but he has the potential. He has and, potential. Uh, yeah, he's he's yep, good. We've, we've seen him 
here in Oklahoma four, three times, four times now. So, yep. Once, once he played two games out of the four and uh, won both of them against Oklahoma. So there you go, there you go. And yeah. Salmonov, yeah, uh, Nikita Salmonov. In addition to being uh, all league first team, he's on the all rookie team, and he was uh, the overwhelming uh, uh, rookie of the year. So. Uh, congratulations to Nikita Salnikov from Missouri State University. And then your favorite award, the one that you think should go to somebody else, smart Alec. <laughs> the WCHO. You would never win this sportsmanship award, by the way. Thank you for well, I wouldn't because I because I like I like to uh I like to stir up the trouble too much, right? Yes, yes, because you're a turd. <laughs> um, <laughs> the WCHL Sportsmanship Award uh was uh, awarded to Luke Carter from the University of Colorado. So congratulations to Mr. Carter. Yeah. Congrats to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's something we, we added that on there or I added that on there. Um, uh, geez, when we started this six years ago, because I thought it would be, it's one thing to talk about, you know, your play on the ice and how you conduct yourself in, in terms of, uh, you know, putting points on the board and that kind of stuff. But it's another to, uh, be recognized for how you conduct yourself off the ice and how you, yeah. uh, what people think of you, you know, are you a dirt bag or are you a good kid? And I thought, yeah, are you, are you getting in trouble all the time? Or are you, are yeah. you leading by example and there you go doing what's right? And, doing what's yeah, right. That's yeah. Yeah. Good. Good for him. Yep. So there we go. So those are the WCHL end of season awards. Uh, congratulations to all those folks. Can't believe you wouldn't vote for me on that, but whatever. I would not vote for you on that. No, you would get, you would get, um podcast assistant of the year oh yeah there you go <laughs> yeah. you know what the funny if thing you have that here, if you have that plaque made up so i could hang it in my bedroom yeah hanging out there in the laundry room is what you're thinking of. <laughs> well, we'll probably, you know i think the laundry room probably gets better billing than you do so we might have to just award the laundry room you know podcast assistant we might here we might Gee. the funny thing is uh there were so many i can't tell you how many uh, votes I, I can't tell you, but um, um, there were a number of votes for Isaac Bosse and Phil Babb on the all rookie team. And uh, yep. it was tough to uh, not be able to include them, but they were not rookies. So yeah, I was going to say, cause Phil was a rostered player all of last year, wasn't he? Uh, I think they both or joined Oklahoma at the, at the semester break at the, at the semester break. Yeah. I knew, I knew Bossy um, joined in at semester break. I wasn't sure about, um, Phil, when he joined in. Yep. Well, and it's it's that's a uh, that's a problem that sometimes uh, some of our folks have, and I just have to weed yep. through it. And um, so, yep. but congratulations to uh, everybody on the uh, on the end that won an end uh, WCHL end of season award. What else do you got going on there, big man? Anything else that well, uh, so, piques your interest? Well, yeah. So uh, tell us, did you give up ice cream last week or what? I have. I have indeed. I'm suffering. Oh boy, how's it going? Oh, hey, <laughs> it's not bad. You know, it's the first not week, bad. so <laughs> I haven't started shaking yet. You, you haven't had the sweats or anything yet? No, no. You know, if I were to start sweating, I'm sure cookies and cream would come out of my pores or something like that. You know, <laughs> Rocky Road, Rocky Road coming out of you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, cookie, cookie two step. <laughs> oh, I'm not a Rocky Road guy. I'd say uh, either cookies and cream. I, you know, if look, chocolate chip, uh, cookies and cream, natural vanilla bean, or uh, cookie two step, which is basically cookies and cream with uh, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough mixed in there somewhere. So, oh geez, the uh, well, I can tell you, I have had ice cream like three times since we talked last. Yeah, 
And each time you and thought of me, been, I hope. And it's been delicious. And <laughs> if it wasn't for my wife, you would have received three pictures of me eating ice cream over the past week. God bless your <laughs> wife. She's awesome. But yeah, but my wife would not let me. She told me to be nice to you and, and not rub it in. Once again, proof positive you would not win the sportsmanship award in the conference. She 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 told me that I got you enough with the steakhouses back in the day <laughs> and, and all that. She said, I've had my fun. She actually told me that I needed to grow up and to quit picking on you. God bless her. <laughs> I'm going to send her yeah. something in the mail. Yeah. Like, yeah I'll everybody, send her a box online or something. Everybody's got to be a killjoy every now and then, right? We'll <laughs> <laughs> get her. We'll get her a box of frangia. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll uh, she'll love that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Lent is in full swing. So yep. Uh, oh man. And and I'll tell you that other folks in my house have given up uh, soda pop, uh, or Coke or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what what do you what do you what do you call it? Soft drinks. Uh yeah, I call it soda. You know, it's every everyone depending on where you are in the in the country, they have a different. Uh, it's weird, right? Name for it, right down here, everything's got a different name. Coke or Dr Pepper, uh, they call everything a Dr Pepper. Um, yeah, I think if you're in Texas, they'll have a doc. It's everything's Dr Pepper, right? Yep, yep. And then uh, up north, it's a soda pop, uh, yep, or a soda. And then uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, the, so the rest of the family's given up, you know, junk like Pepsi and stuff like that. Obviously, I could not partake in that, but uh, <laughs> I mean, that would mean giving up my lifeblood, Mountain Dew. So. Um, I uh, I can tell you, I gave up soda three years ago, almost. Yeah. I haven't had a drop. You know, I used to kill Dr. Peppers religiously and uh, went cold turkey one day and haven't looked back. And that's been, I think, pushing three years now that I haven't had any Coke, Dr. Pepper, nothing like that. Root beer, nothing. That explains a lot. The, uh, that explains yeah. a lot. Lot, lots of iced tea and uh, ginger ale and, and that kind of stuff, but yuck. None of none of the other stuff. How about that? Well, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, so far so good. Lent <laughs> is in full swing. I, you know, one of the we, we were earlier we were talking about uh, Perry Steakhouse in Perry mm -hmm. Steakhouse, uh, which is a beautiful place right next to the uh, uh, Comerica Center in Frisco. It is known, Andrew. It is known. For its pork chops, it has a four-finger pork chop for lunch. And by four-finger, I mean if you put your hand down on your table, the pork chop will be as tall as your four fingers. They have a seven-finger pork chop for dinner. Oh. The wonderful thing is these things are only available on Friday, mm. right? And it's relatively cheap. I mean, the I think the the, the lunch pork chop, the four finger, is like fifteen bucks with you know mashed potatoes no, not, and all. That's not bad. Stuff. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. Unfortunately, it's Lent, so uh, <laughs> that means no four finger pork chops for the fat kid. Uh, well, I'll have the pork chops, and you can eat the catfish, and we'll call it a night. I don't know. I don't know if they serve fish. I might just have to have like a. <laughs> A blade of grass or something. Maybe a nibble on some tree bark <laughs> or something. Find a branch. How about that? How about that? So I so I did I did mean to call you oh. on Saturday. So Sunday, I meant to call you. Yeah. And and to tell you whenever you got off of this Lent thing and finally went back to ice cream, <laughs> that you needed to go to a restaurant here in Oklahoma City. Uh Cheevers is the name of it. Yeah. They uh they have a they have a thing that they call it's a butter it not a butter, a pecan. Ice cream balls, I, I believe is what they call it. I don't remember the technical term for it. 
but they take a ball of ice cream and it's probably, oh, I don't know, probably six inches, seven inches in circumference. Yeah. They, they roll it in chocolate syrup and then they sprinkle crushed pecans all over it. And then they sprinkle powdered sugar on it. And then they drizzle hot chocolate around the plate and all that. And they bring this thing out and it's enough to feed like four people for dessert. <laughs> my, my wife and I and my daughter went to uh, the restaurant on Saturday and, and got one of these for my wife's birthday celebration. And I'm not going to lie. It is something to behold. <laughs> so, well, maybe we'll have to just go celebrate a, uh, a, a wonderful Lenten season over at Cheever's Cafe. Uh, there you go. There you go. How so about, I, I thought about you and I meant to call you. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Um, <laughs> tell, tell well, there me, wasn't anything left. So. Tell me about, tell me about Frisco though. Tell me about the, the DFW area. I mean, we got some people coming in from, from national or from afar for nationals. What recommendations do. do you have for what they should do or where they should go eat? So things to do if you're looking to pass time and you have little kids like I do. Downtown Dallas, a uh, huge stop for us when we're down there is the Ross Perot Science Museum. <laughs> oh, God. Andrew. It, no, I, it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is six stories tall. You, uh, you go in and you pay and it's not bad priced, uh, just like a lot of the science museums and stuff like that around the country are. Uh, yeah. 10, 12 bucks a head. You go in, you get on a glass elevator. And when I say glass elevator, the elevator shaft is glass. The elevator itself, the walls, the floor, everything is glass. And you can see the workings of the elevator as you go up to the sixth floor. You get out there, it's all the dinosaurs and all of that stuff. And then you work your way back down all the way to the basement. And they've got like a mining floor and like a human medical, all that kind of stuff floor. Um, I don't remember what all the all the floors are. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. And then at the very bottom, they have a very a very cool um, sports section, and they've got a video screen that's twenty five yards long, and you can pick if you want to race a cheetah, an elephant, a couple of Olympian sprinters, and stuff like that. It puts them up on the screen, and the timer goes off, and you take off running, and you're doing a virtual race where this, this whatever you pick is running on the wall next to you at however fast they run the 25-yard sprint. And then there's you trying to chug along next to it. <laughs> uh, then they've got a thing uh, where you can shoot a hockey puck, shoot a basketball, kick a football, and it compares what you did to – they've had some professionals come in like Joe Neuendijk, Troy Aikman, some, some local sports stars of the Dallas area come in and do the same thing, and then they've got their results, and you can compare how you did to them. So that's kind of that's kind of a cool little thing to see. Downtown Dallas. Downtown Dallas, and then there's always another big stop for us is the Dallas World Aquarium. Uh -huh. it's, a, it's a pretty cool little place to go see. Yep. They, uh, and then everything changes in Dallas, right? There's, it's been probably a year since we've been down there. So there's probably all kinds of new stuff to do. Well, the, the, I'll tell you this: um, Frisco is about um, 20, 30 miles north of Dallas. So if you do want to go to any of those things, whether it's the Pro Science Museum or the Dallas World Aquarium, um, they're great. It's straight down the Dallas North Tollway from where we're going to be having our games at the um, you know, at Frisco. Um, however, I will let you know if you do go to the Dallas World Aquarium, be prepared to be pooped on because it's literally an indoor rainforest and they have birds flying everywhere. It is. It's very, it's very cool. Yeah, so keep your mouth shut when you're walking around because otherwise <laughs> right. someone's going to take a poop in it. 
Um, yeah, it, it, it's very cool. Up in the Frisco area, uh, Frisco is known for its um, uh, for for the sports. It's called they call themselves Sports City USA. It's not only the home of the Dallas Stars, the um, Dallas Mavericks uh, minor league team plays. Uh, in fact, they play at the arena where we're at. We've kicked them out for a week and a half. So uh, the Texas Legends are gone. You won't get to see them. The Dallas Cowboys training facility is there. It's called the Ford Center, and it's um, uh, the Star at the Ford is what it's called. It, it's a it's a beautiful place. It's uh, it's just about oh I'd say maybe a mile to the northwest of where our uh, of where our uh, not even that it's probably half a mile from where our games are going to be. There's a great um, little uh, dining kind of a scene there there's a i'm not going to say a club scene but there's a geez the city bar and grill is there there's an italian restaurant yep. there there's a i know there's a dance place where ezekiel elliott and dak prescott have been known to hang out oh. um and they have an indoor they in fact heck they just had a concert i think it was bob Seeger just played an indoor concert at this uh dallas cowboys practice facility it's gigantic it's humongous it's indoors but outdoors they have a, a regulation football field, and honest to God, Andrew, every time I've been there, whether it's at 10 in the morning or 10 at night or anywhere in between, there's been people out there playing football or lacrosse or doing something. Yeah, uh, doing something. It's crazy. I mean, that was, yeah. That, that's all been built since I've been down there to the Frisco, to the rink where we're playing nationals at. Yep. That's all been built since I've been down there. That's right. So I'm, it's, I'm anxious to go down and, and see all of it. The the wonderful thing about the, 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 the city bar and grill, I think it's called the city grill. Um, and this is just me. And this is just for those folks who uh, indulge in adult beverages every now and then. They have every beer known to mankind on tap. Ooh. Oh, boy. I can get right in my alley. You know, my favorites, my, my two favorite uh, my two favorite brands are from Fort Collins, New Belgium and Odell's. And um, they have them. They have uh, all sorts of New Belgium uh, on on tap, and they have uh, they have one from Odell's, which is just a killer. God, I forget what it's called, but I know I know right where the tap is, so I just point at it and say, "That's what I want." <laughs> yes, I want that one. <laughs> yeah, it comes out in a little cup. It's so potent; it's like ten percent. Um, cool. But uh, and, and then the the arena where we're going to be playing is um, situated right near the uh, the Stonebriar shopping area so there's a huge mall um but also a, just a huge shopping area around so uh and it's also just directly north of the uh, uh the 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 it's called rough rider stadium i believe is the the uh where the the baseball the triple a baseball that's right triple right, a baseball affiliate of the texas rangers now they won't be there playing but it's it's right there behind our our rink and then right on the other side of that is ikea it's a gigantic ikea and uh boy if you want to get lost in there you sure can yeah you can there's plenty of plenty plenty of stuff to do there in frisco it's wonderful it has lots of wonderful restaurants um did you speak speaking of ikea real fast yep. did you see the article about the guy that went into an ikea and i don't remember where he was at and he made exit signs on the floor like exit paths for people to follow and he made this gigantic labyrinth where people, it, it never led to any place. They, people just kept getting lost in the store <laughs> and walking big circles. And they, they arrested the guy for doing it. It's like, it's like come on. That's terrible. That's terrible. Of course, it's totally understandable <laughs> awesome. because it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. That place is just monstrous. 
Um, they uh, they have another place down there on right off of the 121 highway, um, which is one that uh, highway, uh, the main drag that goes basically from uh, southwest to northeast. It's called the Nebraska Furniture Mart. When you pass it, if you're driving yes. in and you pass this thing on the side of the road, holy smokes, you'll see it literally has its own exit. It's so big. Yeah, it's yeah. Those things. I've been to the one in Kansas City. Yeah. And it is massive. It's monstrous. It's like three stories of nothing but furniture. It has its own parking garage. It's it's just monstrous. It's but crazy. there is wonderful food all up and down um, the Frisco uh, area. My one of my favorite places to go is a, a little place in in McKinney, Texas, which is about ten minutes up the road from uh, where we're going to be in Frisco. It's a place called Hutchins Barbecue. It is real Texas barbecue. Ooh, Hutchins, H U T C H I N S. And what's the little Mexican restaurant around there that you eat at? Um, I'm going to say Gloria's, but that doesn't sound That's right. That's exactly to me. what it is. Gloria's restaurant, um, Salvadoran is it, is food. It Gloria's? Oh, 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 boy. Oh. Yeah. All right, I was gonna. I was thinking Gloria's, but that didn't sound right. No, nope, that's it. Gloria's is a uh, Gloria's is a chain in the uh, in the in the in the Dallas area, and it's absolutely incredible, incredible Salvadoran food. So, uh, and there's right. I've been there once with you, and it was yep, good. There's Greek. There's Greek. There's a Greek restaurant there nearby. I mean, there's all sorts of Italians. Uh, in terms of uh, oh, they want that Carabas Grill and the the OG yeah. and. Uh, they have some other stuff down there. Of course, you also have, um, um, you know, I mean, geez, I'm, I'm a connoisseur of food, if you will, if you've ever seen me. <laughs> um, so they have In-N-Out Burger, which is just incredible. Um, oh, and they're open to all hours uh, for breakfast. I love, I love, I love, I love to go to a place called La Madeleine. And that's another chain that's all over the Dallas area. There's one right next to the, yep. uh, in that shopping center right next to the rink. So you cannot go wrong. This will not be like Columbus in that we're going to be stuck in the middle of a place where that it's just office buildings and desert. I mean, you know, after five o'clock, it's, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. It's going to, it's going to be hopping. I tell you what, I know it's going to be a long trip for a lot of teams to make it down to Frisco for nationals, but I don't think the ACHA could have picked a better place. Just knowing the area and what's around there and knowing how it's grown since last time I've been down there. I think the uh, Dallas Metroplex is a fantastic choice to host a national tournament like this. Well, we'll see. We'll see. The weather looks like it's going to hold out and doesn't look like we're going to have any severe weather, which is uh, always good news because you don't want to panic people. My favorite thing to do, honest to God, my favorite thing to do, do not panic on Saturday at noon. When the tornado sirens go off, they're just testing them. The lunch bell. Yep, it's the lunch bell exactly. So, it's they're not. It doesn't mean there's a tornado coming. Um, it just means that they're testing them out to make sure that when the stuff does hit the fan, that those things operate properly. But uh, yep. that's always yep. exciting every, to watch. Every sat every every Saturday at noon, you hear those things go off, right? Yep. You know it's time to go eat lunch. <laughs> there you go. The other the other thing, the, uh, um, we're we're taking up. Um, uh, all of the uh, uh, Frisco, the Comerica Center there in Frisco, the men's division two will be playing down in, in men's three. They'll be playing down at the uh, Children's Health Star Center in Plano. Women's uh, two will be playing at the Children's Health Center up in McKinney uh, the following week. And then women's one will come into the Comerica Center after men's one gets through. Um, but next door, this upcoming weekend, this first weekend of our tournament, we will be sharing the space 
over at the Embassy Suites Center, uh, because our, our rink, if you think about it, the Comerica Center will be, it's just us. We're the only ones in there. We're not sharing any space with anybody else. But on the yep. on one side of the place is the Drury Inn. And I can tell you that's the main hotel. That's where the ACHA will use as its main set of headquarters. If anyone needs to track me down, that's where I'll be at the Drury Inn if I'm not at the rink. Uh, on the other side is a nice Embassy Suites. And it's beautiful. It's uh, gorgeous. It's a wonderful place. Uh, but it's also yep. the home of the Frisco Wait. Convention Center. In the Frisco Convention Center this weekend, or the first weekend of our tournament, will be host to the Texas Pinball Convention. Oh, yes. 600 <laughs> pinball machines. Awesome. I think you pay a awesome. flat fee and you get to go in there and play all the pinball you want all day long. Oh, my Lord. Come yep. on. So you can go find a Charlie's <laughs> Angel machine, a Star Wars machine, a Bigfoot machine. Oh, man. <laughs> can you believe it? How about how about that? So we're going to have a whole bunch that? of hockey people down here, and then a whole bunch of pinball nerds <laughs> down there. <laughs> that is awesome. That is what that's and that is and that's awesome. exactly why that's exactly why the Embassy Suites is not on our list of preferred hotels or available hotels because all the pinball nerds will be in there. Yep, yep, and it's too bad that Embassy Suites. We, you and I, have stayed there with our uh, hockey team before. Yep. It's awesome. And it is a very nice hotel. It is indeed. It's incredible. So I'm looking forward to getting down there. I'm looking forward to, uh, I'll be down there. I get down there on the 18th because we've got some stuff to get ready and make sure everything is done. If anybody knows what yep. a seat kill is, I've got to supervise and make sure the seat kills are put into place properly. Oh, so man. that's fun. We've got to make sure that our broadcast positions are up and running and our goal cams are securely placed. Um, it's going to be a good time. Uh, all the games will be broadcast awesome, live awesome, on YouTube. Awesome. We'll be putting out links uh, via, I hope via our Twitter page the for the Western CHL. And more importantly, Andrew, I think if you're coming down, we might actually end up having to do a podcast or two while we're down there. Well, we will. Well, the plan is that now my, uh, my boss is leaving actually this Friday for a week. Um, to go up to his son's place. He so I will not be able to go down quite as early as what maybe I had hoped. I was planning on maybe going down on like a Wednesday or so to kind of help you out to finish up some of the details and do some of the grunt work to help you out. But it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to make it down until Thursday morning. But I'm I am sure you'll have a list of things that I can help out with when I get there. Yep. And uh, I plan on staying through till the last game on Saturday night. And then I hope that I can jump in the car and come back down on Tuesday to uh, partake in the uh, championship game. Championship game. Well, very, very nice. Very, very nice. How about that? So that's, that's my plan. The, uh, I think my wife is going to uh, move some logistics around for her to uh, take care of our child on Friday and should free me up where I can, I can make it down Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Duct tape, duct, duct tape works on the kid. I'm tried and true. Been well, there twice. Know, my, my, <laughs> my little neighbor, my little 90-year-old neighbor tells us all the time, like, if you ever have trouble getting her to go to bed, just put a little bit of ether on top of her lip and she'll go right <laughs> out. <laughs> so, uh, we're also going to do something uh, in addition to the broadcast. I don't know how this is going to work because, geez, you can already see we got 14-hour days. The game started uh, – where each game mm -hmm. has a three and a half hour block. So we're starting at 10 and it ends for their schedule to end at midnight. 
but our broadcast crew is also planning on doing a post game or post day thing called ACHA tonight, kind of a end of the night kind of blown BS session. So, um, yeah, that's going to be, those guys are going to be pulling late night. Yeah. Well, they're, you know, I've, I'm wondering if those guys are like doing some serious Coke or something. Cause after you see them after day one, (laughs) man, their eyes are just sunk and they've got some heavy bags and, Holy uh, that's a lot. I, I don't think I'm going to be, uh, they, they've asked if I want to participate in some of that. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. That's a lot. That's a lot. They may, they may better be better off to do three games and then, uh, do like a post game wrap up show, whatever you want to call yeah. mid afternoon the next day. Yeah, I know? think our little podcast is going to um, be, It'll, it'll, it, it won't be anywhere. We won't ramble on for an hour. It'll be a, a 10 minutes here, 10 yeah, minutes there, and hey. in and out. Nobody gets hurt. Yeah this, yeah, this is what happened, and here we go. We're going to make sure that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rub all these uh, predictions in your face is what's going to happen here, especially no, after Oklahoma chance. gets waxed. Not a chance. Are you, are you, you wrote these down, oh, didn't yeah, you? I did. What, I'm gonna... Oh, yeah, you better. You better take those with you. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be discussing these next week. That's I'm gonna for sure. staple them to my forehead. Are you kidding me? that's right you better jeez all right well hey everybody thanks for putting up with uh with me and with andrew and his terrible predictions and uh we look forward <laughs> to seeing everybody down in frisco in about a week if you can make it that's great we'll come up and track us down um i'll be the fat guy and andrew will be the one who's kind of clueless um <laughs> but if you and, and, and please if if you're down there in frisco um I, people that have met me, I, I tease whether we only have 11 listeners, but I know that we have like 12. Um, uh, if you see us, uh, please stop me say hi, uh, introduce yourself. I, there's nothing I love more than putting yes. faces with names. That's uh, right. We That's appreciate right. everybody's patience and in, in listening, uh, uh, to this and uh, taking time out of your busy day or your busy commute or however you listen to this. Uh, we appreciate it very, very much. Um, well, I'll tell you this, Andrew. I think the wizard himself, all hat, no cape, will be down there too. I, oh I boy, somebody else to help. Somebody to help me give you some. I, I, I might just throw him some math problems and uh, keep him occupied. I don't think he's coming <laughs> down there for the for the hockey. I think he's just coming down to solve some uh, numerical equations. Some. Uh, uh, some no, hopefully, somebody else to give you some grief. Some for differential me. equations or something like that. We'll <laughs> we'll ask him to spell Diffy Q really quick. So, uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so that, that'll be fun, but please stop us, say hi. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you. If you cannot be there, then please tune into the ACHA YouTube, YouTube channel, uh, all 72 team, all, well, geez, it's 109 games, all 109 That's games. Cool. Uh, if they're played, they're going to be broadcast on YouTube. So, uh, we hope that you tune in that way. If you can't be there live and in person and, uh, Andrew, I think that's it. I'm, I've exhausted my, my little mental peanut today that, well that, that didn't probably take long so uh <laughs> that, well, let's let these people out of here and uh we'll catch them in frisco there you go say the magic words big man all right everybody have a good week everybody have a safe week and we'll see you in frisco <laughs> <laughs>